Hi, everybody. I'm Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au. I'm a vestibular audiologist, a neuroplasticity therapist, and author of the Rocksteady book, which is about healing vertigo or tinnitus with neuroplasticity. And our first run, print run, has has gone and we're gonna, we have a new print run being organized. And so it, while people are waiting for the second round of books to come through, I thought I would interview people who've had a really positive experience and had some kind of impact in reading the book because I wanted to bring that human experience. Um, so the Rocksteady book is about how to move through chronic and complex, difficult, invisible symptoms, chronic dizziness, chronic sounds or noises in the ears, tinnitus, any form of vertigo, which is that not quite right feeling, disembodied, spacious, astronauty. It's, these are invisible symptoms that can literally destroy a person's life because they're very difficult to understand. They're difficult to explain. Sometimes all of our medical results come out normal or there's no, there's no clear path forwards for a diagnosis or a treatment. So people can feel really hopeless, helpless, powerless, lost, and it can just ruin our lives. So I was very motivated to write this book so people had an educational platform to learn about what's going on in the brain, what's going on in the ears, what's going on in the eyes, and what's the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual kind of interaction. What's the process of healing? Why are some people healing beautifully and recovering 100% and bouncing? Why are other people not healing at all and, and deteriorating and getting worse? And why are some people plateauing and never quite feeling right but maybe they sit at that 70 to 80 percent normal range so it's a very interesting phenomena all humans are different and neuroplasticity kind of explains why we might deteriorate and why we might really find our power and heal and someone who i want to introduce you to today is from the uk and her name is jan and i have actually had the pleasure of interacting with jan in a few in a few sessions so i'm excited to catch up and see how you're going so welcome to the call jan Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, and thanks for getting up nice and early. I know the time zone's a bit tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very early here. <laughs> yeah, so it's really beautiful to connect with you again. And um, mm. I would just love to hear, how did this book touch you? Share personally for us. Yeah, this the, the book, because um, I did the Rocksteady program and I just couldn't wait, to, I just love books anyway, but I couldn't wait to have this companion by my side, <laughs> almost on a, on a well, it's by my bed all the time. Um, and I, I, the anticipation of you writing it, it, it was quite a build up and it was amazing. Um, so it's been a really lovely backup for me. Absolutely amazing. And do you want to yeah. just share a little bit about I, I hear you and I get it because I also love books and there's there's a real it's very dynamic to be part of an online program you know where there's lots of things to click and listen to and peer support mm. groups but it's also overwhelming and there's a lot of information everywhere whereas when you have a book it's in one place and it's really yeah. tangible and we can hold it and we can refer to it and there's a real simplicity that's nourishing so yeah. I, I understand what you mean by it's nice to have the book to hold but I'm curious how did the book kind of perhaps help you better encapsulate and summarize the complexity of everything you were implementing from the online program? Because the book really offers a different, a, a totally different thing. Do you yeah. want to share with the listeners, you know, what did the book give you and, and bring you and how do you actually use it? 
Yeah, the book um, gave me, instead of having to click, as you say, and I'm not, I'm not a mad fan on the internet, to be honest. I'd rather really be personal with somebody or read a book, because the book felt very personal. Mm. It felt like you just wrote it for me. <laughs> um, so I went back to home practices, especially, um, and it went deeper. It allowed me to go deeper into the, the tools I already had learnt. Um, it just gave me more, more in-depth knowledge of what you'd already taught us um, from the group and from the lesson, everything, everything I'd learned. This just felt so much more personal to me. Mm -hmm. um, I just learned so much more from the book. It was amazing. Yeah. I in depth in, in, into how the brain works and how the neuroplasticity works. Um, it, it just went that much. It just almost clicked. It's like, oh, yes, that's it. Amazing. I know it works because it's worked for me. But this just completely cemented it. Yeah. It was like the icing on the cake. It was amazing. Totally. It is amazing. <laughs> and I actually had another male client, actually also from the UK, and he emailed me randomly one day saying, oh, my God, your program like changed my life. I'm back. However, reading your book was next level. The book really just took all the information and made it like, wow, there it is. And I think that's also neuroplasticity in and of itself, because when we when we take things in different ways, like sometimes we're, we're watching, sometimes we're listening, sometimes mm -hmm. we're reading, sometimes we're closing our eyes and, and doing an embodiment body scan or some kind of embodiment practice. That's all the different neural pathways actually repeating the same message until finally one day we're like, okay, now... I get it. And they are very subtle messages. And mm. there's a bit of a paradox at play in many ways too, you know, in terms of, well, I can't force it and I can't push it, but I have to at least have enough effort to allow it. So yes. it, it is a very um, enigmatic trial and error process. that's super personal for every person. Mm. Um, I'm curious in what ways, or how are you using the book? So you've obviously, you've, you've gone through the program, you've got the nuts and bolts of the education. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was writing the book, I kind of wanted the book to feel like it was someone's friend and that, that they could just refer to it in those little moments of need and flip through a page. And that was definitely my intention. I wanted it to have a nurturing um, yeah. feel to it. How are you finding you're using it now in your ongoing life? Mm, so before I had, when I had the Rocksteady program, well, I still have got the Rocksteady program always, but instead of clicking on a lesson or something that I needed to listen to or questions and answers or a podcast, I now flick through and it's almost like I go to the page that I need. It's just divine timing. Oh, look, oh yes, it's a nice, lovely reminder. And then my neurons, I can feel them going, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is that, 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 oh yes, of course, that's what I need to know now. Yes, that's the reminder I needed. And off I go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I often say that actually, and some people are like, oh my God, I don't know. So, you know, some personalities, they like to have step one, followed by step two, mm -hmm. followed by step three, which the program deliberately does not offer. It's more mm -hmm. feel into what you need and, mm -hmm. and, and try and see if you can begin to form that relationship of listening and responding in real time instead of externally dictating a prescription of this, then that, then this. So while we're learning or what, you know, sometimes we just, we, we find it difficult as human beings to listen and respond to the body. It just feels mm. too much. Mm. And in those moments, I say to my clients, well, why not just 
tap into that spiritual trust of click on anything and trust that there'll be something that you need to hear in that random thing that you've clicked, whether it's a video, an audio, a PDF. And that same applies for the book. It's almost like flick to a random page mm. and trust that there'll be some little sentence that really lands for you in this moment. And it gives you that little piece of reassurance to quell the doubt and to help you move forwards with it, with new action, with new, mm. um, with something to implement. And I think that's the richness of neuroplasticity. It's not just learning. It's definitely not just theory. I've, I've done the university and I've experienced neuroscience. It's not that. Mm. It's not theory. It's how do I really close my eyes and feel it and sense it and engage with that neural pattern and that neural pathway and then have choice in it. Do I want that mm. or do I want to move in another direction? Can you give us any examples of how some of this self-study, self-learning, self-knowing Process. Yeah, you, you've said the word a few times, trust. Yeah. And for me, I use this book not just for my not quite rights, uh, not just for anything. I use it for everything. I use it for everyday life. I use it for if I'm feeling something that's nothing to do with tinnitus and vertigo, I use it for absolutely everything. The book is, is not just for that, for me. So... Um, it just literally, I, I, as you say, I open a page, there's a situation going on because everyday life is, is, is busy and, and I need the neuroplasticity. I just tap into it. If my body's asking for something, I know exactly what it needs now. Yeah. And that's what it's given me. And that's what the book, if I just, if I'm not quite sure, I just need to close my eyes and just, just open it up. And I think, oh yes, of course. Um, um, things like if there's something wrong with me if I've got say a bit of a headache or anything that in in my body that's not quite right <laughs> um, the book helps for that as well it really does I've just I just use it for everything because it applies to neuroplasticity which helps me in my everyday life yeah and, and at this point I probably should just just clarify so neuroplasticity is our body's capacity to adapt and change all humans have it all living beings and animals have it. And so our, our neurons are cells within the human body that are communicating messages up and down between the brain and the body and all of our five senses. And without them, we would literally be like a rock or, you know, an in, in, inanimate object. So with our neurons traveling and sending messages at rapid paces all the time, 24 seven, there is constant movement and these little electrical pulses moving up and down our bodies all the time, even while we sleep. And where we put our focus and where we put our emotional intensity is where the brain allocates more neural energy. And so that we can use that and kind of manipulate um, that natural phenomena to get the outcomes that we want and choose. If we clearly know what we want to feel and what we want to focus on, we use our neuroplasticity skills to say, well, I don't want to freak out. I actually want to feel grounded and steady and I have tools to do that. And I can teach my brain how to say, no, 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 no augment this pathway the steadiness pathway focus there come on let's do this we're a team whereas if we don't have those skills we freak out and panic and feel powerless and go well, what can i do i better call the doctor and take a pill because we don't understand how to actually manipulate the, the brain pathways and those electrical pulse messages that are really working in in um in systematic patterns and mm -hmm. so 
I hope that kind of summarizes a little bit about what neuroplasticity is for some of you people listening going I don't really get it yet read my mm -hmm. book and you will get it mm -hmm. but um do you have any like really um practical pragmatic examples of sort of maybe a moment where you did feel like a freak out coming on and you went oh I'm going to choose differently have you have you got any little recent examples? it only just happened just recently so um I had um I've got I had a bit of a stomach issue and um oh there's a massive obviously there's a massive connection between gut and and, and brain they are definitely and I did go into panic and and I thought oh there's something wrong with me oh my goodness I need to go and see the doctor and then I thought hold on a minute hold, hold on a minute let me just get to rock steady <laughs> and I calmed myself down um and I listened to the to the connection between my stomach what my body was trying to tell me and what I needed to do for that. Do you, do you remember what that was or is it, is it too personal to share? Or? No, I did actually go to the doctor because I got, I've got medical clearance, which is uh, exactly what my brain needed. And yeah. there's nothing wrong. And I knew deep down there was nothing wrong, of course. Um, and I've just adjusted it accordingly. I've adjusted my food. I've adjusted less stress. Yeah. So my body was screaming at me once again, and I listened to it, and I acted with and the, trust, the help. Trust, and trust is such mm -hmm. a huge part of any, really, any healing. It doesn't matter what the condition is, what the yeah. symptoms are, how chronic mm -hmm. it is, and definitely getting medical clearance is part of that. It's not like the doctors can't necessarily fix us or give us all the answers because we're this whole person, here's Jan, She's this mm. whole complex human being with physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects contributing to her. And the doctor's mm. got training in this little piece of the pizza pie. So we can't mm. ask our doctors everything because they don't have everything. Mm. However, when it comes to getting medical clearance, what that means is the doctors reassure us we can't find anything that indicates you're dying. All systems look like they're operational. So, mm. you know, we can basically safely reassure you that whatever you're feeling is possibly coming from that mental emotional spiritual part of your life not your physical body falling apart and then we can use all of our rock steady tools to kind of whew, take us take a bit of a sigh of relief say thank yeah. you to the doctor and then start going deeper into okay body well what are you afraid about what's this underlying anxiety about how do I how old was I when I first felt this can I reassure my inner child is that what I need to do in this moment you know it can be all sorts of things going on that are manifesting in these passing symptoms so yeah that's and I've had that many times mm -hmm. and I've used I've used that method every time and it works <laughs> it definitely works yeah, yeah yeah so um I'm curious if you remember way back when when we first met when perhaps mm -hmm. you were you know I suppose going through a more difficult time I was can you yeah. remember <laughs> can you actually remember what it was like on a daily basis to oh, yeah. feel what you were feeling. Do you want to maybe just give us a yeah. sentence or two, a few key words on how Jan used to feel prior to Rocksteady? Yeah, prior to Rocksteady, um, I was panic every day. Fight, flight, freeze was in full motion. <laughs> um, I was completely paranoid that I was, there was something wrong with me. Um, I didn't trust myself. That was a massive one for me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I didn't listen to my body. I had a mind-body spirit connection but none of it was together 
I realized I'm very holistic. It's, it's what I do for a living, but I, I, it wasn't together. So that, that's the bit that was missing. I, that, that was it basically. And the Rocksteady program helped me to connect everything together and listen. Yeah. It's just amazing. I, I, I remember how it felt. I don't really want to remember, but I do remember. <laughs> but I'm not scared of it. If it came back tomorrow, I'd know what to do. I'd know exactly what to do because I have and this it, massive toolbox. <laughs> yeah, and it's not fun when our senses start playing tricks on us and we don't feel steady in our feet or in our bodies. And there's, it, it's it's not fun at all, but it is, it's very reassuring. I mean, mm. in our Facebook group, in our Rocksteady community, we're seeing time and time again, people are healing. They are finding strategies and ways. It's almost mm. like we're tricking the brain, really. We're, we're teaching the brain how to prioritize certain neural pathways which are our desired feelings which i think we go into in the book as early as chapter one and two and mm. the book guides you how to identify what you want to feel and then it guides you through ways to figure out well how do i generate that neural pathway how do i cultivate it how do i stimulate it how do i support it because mm. if i'm stuck worrying about what i don't want and trying to get rid of what I don't want, all the mm. brain hears is we'll focus on that thing you don't want, whether it's the vertigo, the dizziness, the tinnitus, the anxiety, the depression, the isolation, all of that. They're all neural pathways represented in the, the, the neural patterns somewhere in our body, head to toe. And the mm. more we worry about them, that is a form of focus and attention. And the brain just says, oh, Joey's super interested in her tinnitus and vertigo. She's really worried about it. There's high emotional intensity. So I'm going to help her out. I'll give her more. I'll give her more neurons for dizziness, more neurons for tinnitus, and I'll make sure she can really study it with ease because she's focused on it. She clearly wants it, mm. right? So we have yeah. to go, okay, well, that's not what I want to teach my brain. I need to teach my brain what I really want to feel, which is my desired sensations and desired neural pathways and patterns. Getting clear on that process and how to connect with feeling calm, feeling confident, feeling relaxed, feeling ease, feeling trust, all of these things takes time, takes trial and error, and it takes a real clarity of mind because it's not something an external, an external expert can prescribe or put on you. You know, it's not like people come and see me and they say, right, you need to feel grounded. This is what you've got to do. See you later. I ask them, what would you like to feel? Mm. And, and then we explore in what ways might you be able to help your brain and body focus more in on those with an emotional intensity because bringing that emotion into it helps drive more neural synchrony and more neural intensity, which is what mm. we want. Mm. So it's very exciting. And the word I wanted to, um, you know how you were saying like you had the mind-body-spirit connection, it was a big part of your life and you, you took a holistic approach, but it wasn't together. The missing no. word there is integrated. And yes. it's about the neuroplasticity integrates everything physically, what we're feeling emotionally, what we're, mm -hmm. what we're sensing and how we're responding to ourselves and to our environment. Mentally, what thoughts, doubts and fears and ideas and beliefs we're harboring and how they're impacting the physical, emotional. And then spiritually, that's really like what we believe in, how we connect and including not only connect within ourselves, but within the world around us within the bigger, wider community and, you know, within the unseeable, untouchable, mm. you know, something bigger than us, the, the life force that we're all swimming in, how we're connecting to the bigger picture. All of that is mapped neurologically in patterns in our body. And if we're not integrating our approach to life, 
none of the patterns are really adding up and we don't feel right. We feel chaotic. So it's about really realigning physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, how we're sensing and feeling the world, mm. how we're creating a sense of belonging in our body and trusting our body. And ultimately, which, which kind of brings us towards chapter nine and 10, how we're mm. then able to value ourselves enough to give back to the community, to give back to the world around us, to feel that we're valuable citizens. Um, and, you know, that taps into some of our self-worth when we're feeling really sick and ill, we feel mm. like a drag on the system and a burden. And so again, it's, it's about that physical, mental, emotional, spiritual repatterning of saying, actually, I am worthy. I'm just as worthy as every other human being, yeah. regardless of my sensory landscape. And, mm. and I'm able to put more time and energy now both into myself and then give it back into the community. So there's this kind of within and without mirroring. Mm. Um, have, can I ask... In what ways, and, and I know you, I'd love you to share about your book club that you created because this really ties mm -hmm. in. Mm. In what ways has your inner world changed and then also your outer world changed? Yeah, my, um, my inner world is very much more connected now, completely. I'm, I'm, it's like I've just blossomed. Mm -hmm. um, and my outer world, you, you talked about community. Um, we have something in, in our, I'm in a little village actually, and it's just divine timing. Uh, we, they set up what we call a community fridge. So it gets rid of all the food that's just out of date. And I now volunteer for that. Um, so my outer world is, is much more, I'm much more open to my outer world. I'm not frightened of my outer world anymore. Um, and that it's given me confidence. Um, it, it's given me trust. It's given me patience. Um, it, it just feels amazing. My inner world is calm. Yeah. I, don't don't get me wrong. I have I have days. Obviously, <laughs> the roller coaster. You know, it comes and goes. But I it, I, I you know I go with it. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. um, all my feelings are welcome. I just love everything now. Yeah. Um, that's game changing. When we're no longer afraid of what we feel or resisting what we feel, we can we can open up to what we feel and nurture it. And it's okay. Yeah, it's really okay. It really is. I'm, <laughs> um, so, and I'm, I'm so pleased to hear how much your world's opened up because I know when we are in that fight, flight, freeze, anxious, catastrophizing space, our world closes in, yeah. and you know it can become quite neurotic. Everything's about me. But yes. Then, as we begin to open up, allow ourselves to feel and understand ourselves better, we can then open up to more of the world. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about your book club because you created your own book club, which was your own initiative. You yeah. use the guidance in the back of the book. I have a section on, you know, suggested book club questions yeah. and, and a way to set up the book club. And yeah. you went and rolled with that. Do you want to talk to people about what that's brought you and, and, and how that might have supported you as a whole person going through this rock yeah. steady process? Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. So I, I used my gut feeling and I part of the Rocksteady online and I put down that I'm doing the book club. Would anybody like to join us? Obviously, there was the time with the time frame with different parts of the world. So we took all that in. I took all that into account and I literally just picked the people that I, I just felt um, would fit in with. Um, our little what we call our little community now we're called the goddesses so um, and there's five of us and we're from all different parts of the world we use 
and we went through every two weeks we went through a chapter of the book and we discussed how it made us feel there's questions in the back of the book as guides which you gave us and we went through those every single time mm. uh, and it's just been the most healing beautiful experience mm. uh, that I can imagine it, it, it and we've continued it yeah. so you 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 know from the book and we still mention the book even yesterday mm. when we had our little meeting we bring the book up every single time although we're not actually talking about the book now but we are we're talking about neuroplasticity as well we talk about us we talk about us as whole and we're still healing and we just go through this amazing journey and it really is um enriching it's beautiful and to yeah. and there's something i'm a big fan of being part of women's circles or any kind of spiritual group where we can have that honest authentic reflection on what's going on and and be heard without comment um which is different to chatting over a coffee with a friend where you know it's it's a bit more mm -hmm relaxed and there's less mm -hmm. reverence yeah. um but sitting in circle potentially with strangers or people of different age groups or different cultural backgrounds it's really beautiful to, to be honest and be heard and be listened to and mm -hmm. i'm so pleased that the rock city book club can give you that kind of reverence and space mm -hmm. where you can be seen together and i was just reflecting yesterday i was riding my bike and i was like there's something about the word healing that implies brokenness it's like well I'm not healed yet, so I've got to be healing. And you know, the way I the way I personally view things is that we're we are what we are in each moment. We are perfectly whole. And there's an element of healing that's really about navigating life, which is co continuously changing around us and within us. So for me, the healing is about always leaning into these new relationships we have with the world around us, with the world within us. And I was on my bike thinking, it's really just like an ongoing adjustment, you know healing it's not that i'm broken it's just that i'm constantly adjusting and readjusting to to whatever's going on in my realm physically yeah. mentally emotionally and spiritually and i think yeah. i think it's really important to notice how we use language yes. and and um and i and i and i love to encourage and i and i we have the online workbook as well which comes free with the book the um the url is is in the book so if you've already got the book, you can find the URL within there, or if you're going to purchase it, you'll get the online workbook. It comes free with the book. And at the end of that, I, I, I have a little poem and a little goodbye as we're finishing up after chapter 10, which is talking about, I really hope you feel whole. I hope, I hope you've moved beyond that judging of, I shouldn't be this, and I'm abnormal, and I'm wrong, and I'm diagnosed, I'm sick. And we can shift away from that judgmental way of looking at our body and say, well, actually, in this moment, I'm exactly where I need to be. I am who I am. Joey, that's what I am. I'm not broken. I'm Joey. And Joey is like this at the moment. And I'm going to fully show up to that. I'm not going to judge her. I'm mm. going to experience life moving through her. I'm going to be open to the world as I am. And so there's this idea of being whole and arrived as a way of life. Mm. So it's, it really is, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful ongoing conversation that never ends. And I hope your book club has a really long life and lots of rich conversations. Oh, I think it will be. I think it will. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we finish it, we book another one in and it's just amazing. We all look forward to it. Um, we can be our authentic selves. There's no judgment. Everything is 
and and there's a lovely inner support there yeah um it's lovely yeah well congratulations for making that initiative and for those of you listening if you if you already have the book or if you're in the process and you feel like oh i want a book club like jen you can actually just jump on my facebook group rocksteady for vertigo and tinnitus again it's free to the public it's open to the public and it's 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 a healing focused space and you could um pop in a post about wanting to start a book club and let everybody know what time zone you're in and you could do what Jan's done and start your own book club. I'd, I'd highly encourage that, definitely. Mm, definitely. Jan, any passing words? Do you want to hold up your book and maybe yeah. let the listeners have it? What's your, if you could distill it down to your favourite, sounds like it's about trusting yourself. Do you want to give us a little pearl of wisdom of something you've really taken on since engaging, you know, with the Rocksteady book? Yeah, definitely. Um, 100% uh, trust yourself. Um, For me, it's finding your desired feelings and really finding that little nugget, even if it's the tiniest nugget. Um, On an hourly basis, really, I do it, (laughs) to be honest. Um, I'm my own best friend. I'm my own best teacher. If I need to ask any questions, I ask myself. patience and divine timing they're they're my keys I think they're what I live by of course (laughs) yeah and I can can relate to a lot of what you've said in my own personal journey too you know it sort of got to a point where I was exhausted finding Mm -hmm. that expert and feeling like I had to go out here and then it suddenly was like hang on a minute Joey what do you need you know I'm just gonna gonna, let's do this let's go in but there's also a, there's also an element of holding the unknown that I found really important for my for my mm. my healing process of going from literally thinking I was broken and falling apart and I was quite suicidal at one point and from mm. moving to really thriving and and feeling a much deeper sense of self acceptance self compassion self kindness self love and the other spectrum part mm. of that's holding the unknown and realizing I don't need all the answers mm. and sometimes. Mm. The question in and of itself is enough. It doesn't require an answer. Just having that open curiosity Mm. is sometimes really allowing me to drop into this humility and kind of childlike awe. That Mm. is a nice feeling just in and of itself. I can just hold that and live that. The answer doesn't matter. So it's also something, there's something very rich and beautiful about trusting the process and being able to hold the unknown. Yes. Which can, be, which can be quite counterintuitive. Most, most people in the Rocksteady community will start by wanting to grab all the answers, wanting to need certainty. And there's this kind of desperation and that, and that just kind of washes over and it, it dissolves, which maybe you can relate to as well, Jen. And it does. You have to trust it. It really does. You knew me back then, Joey. I was, I was climbing the walls, I think. it felt. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Um, and clutching to everything that I could and not understanding but now yeah. now I, I well, completely you are visibly more confident you are you are you're a new person you're visibly more confident and settled in yourself yes yes I can feel it yeah 100% yeah amazing what a pleasure. thank you so much for sharing your story and I'm so pleased that you went ahead and created a book club yes and I you. just wish you and your book club goddesses um a really long and rich friendship and companionship together 
thank you for giving us the opportunity for writing the book. I'll be, I will be buying another one because, um, oh, and I've given the book to lots of different people as well, to the, yeah. um, you know, the in nose and throat and the, you know, the doctors yeah. and as it's many people as I could. I yeah, spread the word. It really is a gift for the for the vertigo and tinnitus community. This book is a very rich resource. It's educational, it's supportive, it's nourishing, and it's yeah. as important the doctors read it as yeah. family members or other health yeah. professionals as, you know, people suffering and, and looking for that lifeline. And mm. my few before is the fact that, thank God I wrote it, because, because now I'm, that... I'm glad you wrote it. <laughs> it was a big weight on my shoulders knowing I had <laughs> to write this book. It was a responsibility. I knew I couldn't die not writing it. And yeah. I knew I was the one that had to write it. You know, it needed that voice. Yeah, so, um, yes, I'm pleased it's done. And the reprint is going to be beautiful. The next, the second print run is going to be released... September 7th, I believe, along with an audio book, which is excellent. I have heard the first round of edits and the audio book's amazing. Brilliant. And yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have a beautiful feel to it. The next print run's gonna be a really beautiful quality book. And we added an index so that people like Jan who wanna refer to it often can flip through an index, look up keywords and, and find where those lie in the book, which I hope will be really handy. I like audio as well, must admit. If I'm doing something around the house, I'll just click click it on. That'll be fantastic as it's, well. It's wonderful. The narrator's done a really good job. I'm very happy. Yeah, I look forward to that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'm Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au. Visit my website to learn about the book, about my free offerings, about my Facebook group, all of that. You can get started from the website. And if you join the Facebook group, you'll meet beautiful people like Jan and all other folks from around the world who are healing and sharing how they're healing and how they're moving through challenges using the neuroplasticity rock steady process. It's a great group. So it's a little bye for now. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>